Hey, this is Mike Russell from musicradiocreative.com. Thank you for checking out the audio podcast version of my live video streams. You can catch them Monday to Friday from 2 p.m. UK time at mrc.fm slash live. Now, enjoy the lesson as we delve into audio production tips, tricks, and techniques, mainly in Adobe Audition, but also a few other doors here and there. Enjoy the show. As always, it is super exciting to be with you here on the live stream. We do it daily between 2 p.m. and 3 p.m. UK time. That is Monday to Friday. And I am Mike Russell from musicradiocreative.com. Today is a special show. As you can see, I've got no background behind me. And in fact, if I just go down a little bit, I'm actually a floating head, almost. Um, somebody asked me to wear uh, a green T-shirt uh, for the live video stream, so I decided to put one on today. Uh, look, if I just hop over to my studio view like that, you will see, hang on, let's change it around. Can we have a studio view, please? Boom. Ah, there you go. There I am. uh, And I'm going to be figuratively and literally peeling back the curtain here in my studio today uh, to give you a grand tour of the live studio. It really is going to be a lot of fun. So tell your friends to join in because I'm going to be hopping around and uh, showing all kinds of, uh, of different areas of the studio. And I I hope, by the way, you do like the T-shirt today. I thought you might. Uh, So, yes, there's going to be a ton of fun to be had here on the live stream. Oh, look at that. I suddenly float. I suddenly float. Uh... Yeah, when I when I go to the screen share, but that's okay. We won't be screen sharing much today. I will be mentioning your comments every uh, 15 minutes. So if you've got some questions, get them in. I uh, would love to answer anything you've got to ask me. Uh, but first and foremost, I, I would like to go into the... Uh, community at community.musicradiocreative.com. Join up. Uh, We'll get a link there in the chat fixed up if you're not already a member. Uh, There is a live call-in number uh, to call this live stream now and get on the air with me anytime between now and the end of the stream. If we're off air, it just goes to a voicemail and you can leave a message. Um, And uh, Ben Roberts in the community has uh, remixed a wonderful, we had a a sung vocal from Anna Clements yesterday. She submitted that. She's sound cloud.com slash Anna Clements. And then Bob, Ben Roberts uh, took the, the liberty of remixing the acapella and adding uh, a music bed in the background. Let's have a listen. Mike Russell, 415-800-1055. Nice. Yeah. So that's my number. Plus one, 415 If you call that number, the studio phone will literally ring and I can take it and I can speak to you uh, on air. And I, I think he posted a West Country half-time feel cider time. Mike Russell, 415-800-1055. Ooh, ah, pass the cider. There you go. Okay, so that's uh, 415-800-1055 if you want to call the show. Uh, Pleased to say, this is funny with this green t-shirt on today, isn't it? Uh, I got Facebook Live working again and I got it here on the Mac... Oh! Got it here on the MacBook uh, so that it doesn't conflict with um, with anything because it was giving me all kinds of audio feedback problems yesterday. Uh, but I can see back on Nino Brown is saying, good morning, Mike. Uh, we've got Sida saying, hola, Lester is watching. Uh, yeah, I know Facebook Live is always mono. Facebook, please make your live streams stereo. It's uh, out of my control, unfortunately. Maureen is in saying hi, Mike, as well. We've got uh, Lester Forbes saying hello. Uh, Beth saying hello, Mike. Matsin saying, where did you take this countdown clock from? Uh, uh, Matsin, if you go to community.musicradiocreative.com, let's have a look for it. I did post it under the live shows category. Uh, how to make a morphing countdown timer as seen on MRC Live, okay? How to make a morphing countdown timer like that. And I've actually posted links uh, to that long-form countdown with morphing numbers and also my OM meditation, if you uh, if you fancy throwing a few OMs in as well. Uh, so it's all on the community, Martin. I really hope that helps you. Uh, Julian, nice to see you. Uh, yeah, just nice, friendly people uh, on the stream. Ah, right. Now I'm going to do something rather funny. I'm just going to uh, let you peek over my shoulder. Oh, there we go. Okay, that's the camera over there. Uh, Now, first question that I noticed we had is um, what... 
What camera? What camera are you using? Hang on, let me just pick it up. And by the way, this is a, this is a wonderful cup that my wife, uh, Isabella, bought for me. Rawsome guy, and I really like it. So that's sitting on my table right now. So uh, here's, here's a look behind the studio. I'm just going to carry this. So I've got, uh, let me turn it around and show you. I've got two Logitech C920 cameras. Uh, and by the way, if you want to grab any of the equipment that I'm mentioning on this show, you can do so uh, by going to mrc.fm forward slash equipment. If you go to mrc.fm forward slash equipment, it will take you to a post inside the Music Radio Creative Community, uh, which basically lists all of the equipment uh, that I'm using to live stream. But let's get on with it and over here. Uh, let me show you around. So what have we got going on? Uh, well, first of all, uh, yeah, C920s, they're brilliant. They work with Windows and with Mac. And I love the fact that you can um, you can just plug and play them. I use a, an app called Webcam Settings and it works really well. So this is my green screen. As you can see, it's uh, attached up there to the ceiling uh, by a pole uh, which just runs across my studio and it runs all the way over to that side. But the first thing you'll probably want to see, um, and sorry, I'm going to go off mic. I'm going to show you the front door as you come into my studio. Uh, if I can reach there, that's the, uh, that's the sticker. I thought I thought that was an apt sticker for the studio. Uh, so we've got uh, in here, when you walk into the live studio, obviously we've got two very, very bright lights, and I'm going to find out uh, the make and model of those. They are Aperture AL528W Arman LED lighting, uh, and they work really well. I've got two of them. I think they're around 139 uh, UK pounds each, um, but they're brilliant. And the reason I like them is they are so small. They literally fit there right next to my uh, my monitors and behind here. Because if I now if I go and uh, peel back the curtain, I'm going to do that and change the uh, the camera angle for a second. Uh, so let's just do that. Aha! Now if I peel back my green screen over here, take off these uh, these wonderful uh, clips that I used to clip them to the. Uh, to the uh, edge of the studio. There we go. And literally peel back the green screen now. You'll be able to see behind it. And I can show you the uh, the full extent of my studio. There we go. Okay, so now no more green screen. <laughs> That's funny. Unless, unless the T-shirt I wore today really was a, a good choice, wasn't it, for green screen action. Uh, so this is my studio. Uh, let's let a little bit of natural light in as well. There you go. You can see the natural light is out there. It's, uh, it's daytime here in the UK. And um, around, let's, uh, let's have a little scan around. So what have we got in the back of the studio over here? Uh, we've got a wonderful uh, Canon EOS 60D there. There it is, underneath the hoodie. That's what I use to uh, film the, uh, the professional shots that you'll see on my YouTube channel. And below there, I've got a ton of Amazon dash buttons. Uh, if you can see those Amazon dash buttons, you might say, well, Mike, why have you got a ton of Amazon dash buttons? Uh, so usually on Black Friday, and I think on Amazon Prime Day this year, they sell them for about 99p or £1.99, which is a bargain. And you can actually, uh, there's a bit of script on GitHub. You can hack these babies and basically make them into Internet of Things buttons. So I have dash buttons, uh, well, as you'll see over here, right there by the light switch. Uh, and I use that. That's to uh, switch on and off all the kit in here. Uh, it's all automated by um, uh, smart plugs. So if I push that dash button now, it would switch everything in the studio off, uh, which is handy for saving electricity because I don't like wasting electricity. Uh, so when I walk out the studio, I just hit the Amazon dash button. And then when I walk back in, I hit it again and everything fires up uh, and switches on for me. So that works really well. Uh, I've got the, uh, the legendary mixing desk here the uh, Soundcraft Signature 12 MTK. Uh, and this really is a good desk. Uh, a lot of people asking in the community about mixing desks. This is a really good one, uh, simply because you've got, uh, well, 12 channels right here that you can use, um, but also you've got an effects return. So that's how I can do my, we're live on the air. And... Um, well, I know David Lewis and a few others would like me to uh, to get into how exactly I have my mixing desk hooked up. So I thought that would be a really good thing to cover right now. 
Um, obviously, channel one and two are two Heil PR40 microphones. So I've got, uh, there's one microphone there. That's on channel one. I can just go over, I can fade this up now. And now I'm on my Heil. It does sound, it does sound rather different, doesn't it? Sounds uh, very different. And then there is also another Heil back there, and that's on channel two down here. So you see, I've got uh, multiple microphones. If I'm doing podcasting, I usually go for the Hiles. If I'm on the live stream, I will go for uh, this Audio-Technica AT4033, which is this microphone right here in front of me. It's got a pop shield as well, uh, mainly to pre prevent any popping and also any, any kind of spit from my mouth damaging the microphone. That's not something I want. Uh, and what have I got set here? Well, first of all, you will see there's a load of buttons on here, but it's not too overwhelming. Uh, first and foremost, I can send things to the master channel. Uh, and if I switch something off from master, it will disable it. So if I switch this off now, you will notice that even though I'm speaking, you won't be able to hear me. There you go. So I've got to enable it on master there. And if I put it on channels one and two, which is group one and two here, this runs out to my uh, studio monitors. So those are the Yamaha uh, HF HS50M studio monitors. They're five inches. They're just behind my, uh, my iMac 27 inch. There's one over there. And there is one over there. And... Uh, what I do is I don't run any mics out of the studio monitors because obviously if I did and I turned the monitors up loud with the microphone faded up, I'd get a ton of feedback. But I do put other channels out. At the moment, I'm not using channels four or five or six. They're all mono channels on here. Uh, but I am using channel seven and eight. And I use that exclusively when I'm working in Adobe Audition. So this is kind of like an exclusive channel. And because this multi-track mixer separates all the channels out, so I've got, um, I think I've got 14 inputs and 12 outputs on this mixing desk uh, that work in and out of my computer, which is really, really good. Um, I can say to Adobe Audition, play audio on channel 7 and 8. I have 9 and 10 open because that's my main what you hear audio coming from the computer. So anything I play, if I play something here on the computer, uh, let's have a look. If I go back to... Um, Let's go back to the community and, uh, and get that jingle again for the phone number. If I play this now... Mike Russell, 415 You can see my levels peaking there and you can see that the audio is coming out of the 9 and 10 stereo channel there. Uh, so yeah, I like to have Adobe Audition on a different fader. Sometimes when I'm, I'm showing you things inside Adobe Audition, if I've got some audio that's rather quiet, I can whack it up a bit higher or take it down, uh, which is handy. And then channel 11 and 12, this is hooked into my iPad here. And this is really cool because what I can do on my iPad is I've got a great app, which I'm sure I have shown you before. Uh, it's this wonderful app called iJingle. I know it's a bit blurry there, but it's iJingle Webcaster. And if I open this, this app, I think it costs about $20, $20 or so, dollars, maybe a little bit more. Um, but essentially, once it all loads up, I get a jingle screen here and I can play jingles. I haven't preloaded many jingles in here, but it looks very radio-like. I mean, it's got the, the clock there, so that's the the real time now as I'm streaming. Uh, that's the countdown to the top of the hour. Uh, you've got all kinds of options along here. Um, but for instance, if I open the fader here and then play a test tone on here, I've got a test tone lined up, and then I can fade that out or fade that in, or I can turn it to the left or to the right channel. So I've got lovely pan on this mixing desk. Uh, I can stop that or I can start something else like uh, this. 810.55. So great a little soundboard there for playing jingles on the air. And uh, in the future, in the future, there is a, a big plan of mine uh, to essentially uh, get it. So that this is very, very confusing. This I've got a, a moving uh, animated shirt. Um, there is a plan of mine to um, essentially fill that board with music beds that I can use during the live stream. Now, I'm going to continue taking you through my mixer, and I'll take you to some other gear as well. I also really want to, in a moment, uh, show you what i got going on up here. This is my uh, sort of, um, what would you call it, uh, 
control station uh, dashboard uh, where I have all my, my stats and figures uh, worked out. But first of all, I do like to answer as many questions as I possibly can on the live stream. And I use a lovely bit of code uh, from Ule, which you can find at mrc.fm slash YouTube questions. And this helps to filter questions that you post uh, in the chat anywhere, not just on YouTube, on YouTube or uh, Facebook. That you, They can be cross-posted over and I can answer uh, your questions or just mention you. Uh, so Mr. Mega Radio UK says, I have just tweeted out your show. Thank you, Mr. Mega Radio UK. That is very, very, very awesome of you. Uh, what else have we got? Original fake. How much it costs? Um, I'm not sure if you're referring to how much the whole studio costs. Uh, I've got no idea because I've kind of done it in bits. Um, but yeah, I'd imagine a, a few grand's worth at least of, uh, of audio gear uh, would be in here. Uh, Dario says, hi Mike, which software do you use to switch the camera and, uh, and do the live chroma key? Very good question, actually, uh, Dario. Really glad you asked that. And I'll switch on this, uh, this tripod here so I can just scroll up and show you. It is OBS Studio. There it is, OBS Studio in action. I'm on version 20.0.1 uh, for Mac, and it works really well. They've actually rolled out a recent really cool update where you can move these panels all around. And also, if you clip, 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 it goes red. See, the, the audio meters went red there. Uh, so really, really cool stuff. I really like it. I've experimented with other software, uh, but this can do so much. And for me, the, the browser overlay, which is how I'm getting your questions on the screen, is uh, a killer feature inside OBS Studio. Uh, so that's how I'm doing it. Oh, and that's, that's my second C920 on a Joby tripod there. Uh, so Dario, I hope that answers your question. Lots of questions coming in today and I'm happy to answer them. So do ask them in the live comments and I'll get to them. I got little Callie Muix uh, saying, how do you download Antares on Audacity but on Mac? Please make a video. Uh, that's something I'm going to need to write down. It's a really good suggestion. Should work exactly the same as PC. It shouldn't be a problem. Uh, I think from memory, I've installed SoundSoap before, uh, their noise reduction plugin, and uh, it was literally a case of going to the website, downloading it, and I think it actually has an installer. You just run the installer, and then it, it installs to your, your plugins directory, and then uh, you do a scan in Audition, or you're talking about Audacity. So in Audacity, they, they have in the effects menu, I think there's an add plugins thing, and you can click that uh, and, and add. But yeah, I should make a video on adding plugins inside Audacity. Good one. And I, I like your, your Obama uh, avatar which is over there. <laughs> that's, that's really funny. Uh, oh, do stay close to your microphone. You're a bit quiet. Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm going, I, I really need a lav mic, actually. I wonder if I've got a lav mic. Should we, should we have a look through my, uh, should we have a look through my drawer? I'm really glad you mentioned that, Isabella. Um, but my drawers are a mess and uh, I just do not know where anything is. This might be a good point to actually show you uh, my, uh, my geeky little rack over here. I think I do have a lav mic over here. Let's have a look. Um, there you go. Whoa. I've got, I've got a lav mic, so I'll try and put a lav mic on because that might make it better. But yeah, over there I've got all my electronic bits and... Uh, as you can see, right there, I have got uh, one with lavalier mics in. Uh, so let me just get back onto the microphone and switch the camera back, and I will see whether I can put on one of these microphones. To be honest, I've ne not yet purchased a lav mic that I've really liked, unfortunately. I just haven't. Right, now, it's good that on the fly I have all this kit in my studio. I've got a uh, 3.5 uh, to, uh, I think, uh, 6 millimeter jack converter. I'm going to need one of those uh, for this lav mic and I'm going to try and plug it into the mixing desk. Then I can wear it and go anywhere in the studio. You might lose a bit of quality on the old uh, audio. It won't be as good as my Audio Technica. But this one, this lav mic is also an Audio Technica. It's an Audio Technica, uh, Audio Technica Omni ATR3350. And I remember trying it out before and I haven't used it since and I kind of thought meh when I tried it out. Didn't cost that much to be honest with you. It's got a huge lead though. Uh, I'm just going to try plugging this into one of my mono channels. Let's put it into channel four 
and it might need new batteries. So let me just try it. Let me switch on the, uh, the power here and fade it up. Hello, hello. Hello, can you hear me? Hello. No, I think I'm going to need new batteries in that. So uh, let me see what kind of batteries it takes. Uh, 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 um, oh, I think I've got some of these batteries, actually, which could be really handy. I'm going to need a screwdriver to get this battery out. Yeah, let me go and get a screwdriver. This is all good fun, isn't it? Uh, one screwdriver. And... Yeah. One of those batteries. Let's see if this works. So, uh, it is an LR44 battery, I believe, that I need. And if I just pop this... I wondered why I had like 20 of them in my studio, but it must be because at one point I really thought I was going to use this lav mic lots, which actually I don't use it at all at the moment. Uh, so let's pop this battery out. This is the hardest battery to pop out in the world. <laughs> right, that's out, and we'll pop a new one in, like so, and switch it on. Hello. No, not getting any audio from that at all. Oh, hang on, might need to just pop that over. Hello. Hello. Still no audio from this lav mic. I might need to give up, I think. Um, but I'll just try one more thing. I'll try putting the battery in the other way around, just in case I've got the battery in the wrong way. Uh, right, try that. No, no luck with that lav mic. Uh, even though it's powered. Yeah, I did have the battery in the wrong way. <laughs> so let's try that way around. Plus side in there and on, but no audio, nothing coming from that lav mic. That's unfortunate. I need to figure that out at some point. But anyway, I'll try and get as close as I can to the microphone or at least move this microphone around uh, when I'm uh, answering your questions. Um, and uh, I can do that actually not just here, but if I go to studio mode, ah, there we go. We don't get the, uh, we don't get the, the green screen effect on my green T-shirt, which is quite nice. Um, Matteo, best mic for a home studio under 100 euros. Uh, ooh, 100 euros. Wow, okay. Yeah, you can't really get much for under 100 euros. Um, I would say it's got to be the um, ATR2100. It's pretty decent. It's uh, XLR and USB, uh, but it may only be available in the US. Uh, there is an equivalent as well uh, for the UK and Europe. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, doing a quick uh, Google here to see if I can find it. And yes, uh, if you're in the UK and Europe, you may well want to look into the Samsung Q2U, the Samsung Q2U. And I will just share that because it's virtually identical uh, to the Audio-Technica ATR2100. Uh, oh, that's funny. Now we've got no, we've got weird stuff going on with my, my screen share because I've got no green screen. Um, yeah, it's, it's 60, 60 quid, 60 British pounds at the moment. And it's got, yeah, USB and XLR plugs in. Uh, that's definitely going to be under 100 euros, and I think that may well do it for you, Matteo. Simeon, F RDF, honestly, Mike, did you set and build this all on your own, or did you outsource some of the work? Ah, I'm really glad you asked that, because that brings me on to uh, the next part that I can share with you, and that is, let me just go to uh, screen share again. I did actually uh, save a photo album for you that I can show you. Uh, December the 6th, 2015 was when I uh, started to build this studio and it took me a week to finish it. Let me just get rid of my camera for a moment and show you uh, some photos from the building of this studio. Uh, so here we go. Here's the first photo. Let's bring that into view and make it nice and big for you. Uh, this is when we first arrived uh, in our new place and uh, I ordered a ton of uh 
acoustic tiles from Amazon, like literally loads of them. Uh, must have spent about two to three hundred pounds just on acoustic tiling, um, but they work really well. And again, I think I bought uh, B&Q, which is a DIY store here in the UK, out of their glue spray for the Isle of Wight. Uh, again, each pack of glue spray was about ten pounds, so I must have spent about a hundred pounds on glue spray. And as you can see in the background, I already started tiling the studio uh, with acoustic foam. This does not soundproof your studio. Soundproofing is a whole new ball game. Uh, it costs a lot more money because you essentially need to make a room within a room and then you totally isolate sounds and you don't get any audio seeping into your studio or you shouldn't. Uh, this is simply making sure there's no reflection uh, from the studio walls. And a good way to test if you have reflection or not in your home recording studio is to do this. And if you hear an echo, you've got reflection. But when I clap... There's only one clap there, so uh, uh, that means, uh, yeah, the sound absorption, absorption, <laughs> absorption tiles are doing their job. If you want to see any of the equipment I've got, go to mrc.fm slash equipment, and I, I, everything I've got in this studio is listed there for you if, you want to, if you're interested. So as you can see, I started sticking it up uh, around... Uh, things like light switches and radiators, which was good fun. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there's me with my Breaking Bad moment, uh, wearing the uh, yeah, the goggles and the uh, the gas mask. Uh, because, well, uh, my studio, for those of you that don't know or can't see the dimensions on this live stream, is uh, about two, two metres squared, so it's not very big at all. And I crammed a lot into this tiny space. And having everything uh, closed, all the windows and doors closed, and spraying glue spray without any protection is not a good idea. So uh, that's why I got that protective gear. Uh, another thing I did uh, that you've probably seen briefly as I was showing you around earlier, I have wall-mounted all of the monitors apart from my 27-inch iMac. Um, and the reason for that, well, the iMac just sits on my desktop. Uh, but again, because I'm in such a small space at the moment, it's literally two metres squared, I needed to, to basically use uh, and economise as much as I could uh, while still giving me enough room to kind of breathe and move around and film videos. So that's why absolutely mounting the monitors on the wall uh, was just an absolute must for me. Uh, so I needed one of these. I believe you call them a Stanley knife. And then I was just chopping out sections of the uh, the acoustic foaming so I could then drill with, a, I think it was a 10mm a drill bit uh, into our uh, masonry wall and, <laughs> and start uh, sticking and screwing those into uh, the, uh, the wall. Uh, it started to look like that uh, with the Hiles in place and the monitors, the HS50Ms from Yamaha. Uh, the big, that's... This one here is the uh, the big 32-inch that I have. Uh, so that's 32-inch, just above my iMac. Well, that's actually my old iMac. That was a 21-inch. And then above that, I have two uh, very cheap monitors, which I use for a dashboard display, which I'm hoping to show you uh, during this tour. Uh, here's my messy desk uh, with all the DIY tools, scissors, uh, spirit level, uh, tape measure. Uh, yeah, it's all there. Uh, one of those... Uh, I can't remember what they're called now, but the things to make sure you're not drilling into a pipe or an electrical cable. I had one of those as well because uh, I didn't fancy breaking the studio. Uh, and, uh, and more stuff. Oh, you'll see in this picture, uh, that's me unpacking one of the, uh, the dashboard monitors that I mounted two years ago. This studio, by the way, took me two. Uh, no, took me one week to build, so it wasn't that long. It really doesn't have to take that long to build a home studio. Uh, and over here is some fish tape. Now, fish tape comes in super handy if you want to uh, thread wires uh, around places, uh, particularly places you can't usually get to. And um, one of the things with our our property. And one of the, the best things about our property is we have Eve storage that runs all the way around the property. So that's fantastic because I'm not needing to drill and hide cables in walls. I can literally go to the attic and throw cables down and then use the fish tape uh, to pull them back out. So uh, actually, if I show you, I've got uh, four or five uh, Cat6 Ethernet cables. Let me just switch on the, uh, the mobile camera and see if you can see them coming down just above the dashboard. Uh, it's probably too dark actually. Let me see if I can use my, uh, my iPhone camera for a second. Uh, so, uh, hopefully now, if I use that camera, oh, the light's not on, hang on. Uh, switch it on, would help. 
Lights, aha, there we go, okay. So maybe I can throw some light up there into the corner. It's very, very difficult to see, but there, are the, there they are. So I was just showing you there the, the Cat6 Ethernet cables that I use. Uh, let me just switch back to my, my normal camera uh, to get stuff. Now you might say, Mike, why on earth do you have four or five Cat6 Ethernet cables? Is one not enough? for your etherneting needs. <laughs> First of all, I, I love to run on ethernet, particularly live streaming, it's a must. You cannot live stream over Wi-Fi. Uh, and I'm too far away from the router anyway. Uh, it just would not work. So absolutely, I was determined from the start to ethernet the whole uh, place up so that we can get the best internet signal uh, possible. And, uh, and yeah, it was a bit of a task threading all those ethernet cables through. Uh, but as I was doing it, I thought, do you know what? I don't want to be crawling through Eve's storage with a fish fish tape again for a very long time. Um, and Ethernet can be used for lots of other things like uh, sending uh, HDMI signals around the place or uh, security cameras and stuff like that. So I thought, you know, better future-proof this place and get in four or five Cat6 Ethernet cables. Actually, the one going into my uh, my iMac is now a, a Cat7 because uh, I want to be really future-proof, uh, especially as it's a live streaming computer. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's why I have so many of those. Uh, going back, answering Simeon RDF's uh, question here, let's, uh, let's hop back to the uh, screen share so you can see more of the photos from the building of this studio. Uh, that's everything up and running, as you can see. It looks rather sweet, a rather sweet setup. So I've got the iMac in at eye level in front of me. Uh, the big screen is above my head, uh, and I can look at that. And that's what I use to have all my live chats and uh, my OBS studio and everything up there. And then at the top, you're going to see my dashboards in a second when I get to that. And there they are. Oh, that's uh, Isabella and uh, my eldest, uh, that's Zara, uh, in the studio for the first time when I had just about completed it. Uh, it was a very, very uh, proud moment, although I think you can see there Isabella was just a little bit tired. There was a lot of work going on and going into that and, um, yeah, many hours spent building that studio. Just a few tools left on the desk, a DBX286S uh, mic preamp processor underneath the iMac and, uh, yeah, and uh, crumpled curtains, which later on, I'm pleased to say, uh, were ironed nicely. So, uh, so there you go. That is uh, for you, uh, Simeon RDF. A little, uh, uh, a little look behind the scenes of how I actually uh, got to having everything uh, up and running. Uh, Joe would love to see how I set up OBS tips and tricks. Do you know what, Joe? I have seen in the Music Radio Creative community over at community.musicradiocreative.com uh, there has been a request for a show specifically on OBS Studio. I believe it is the most popular, uh, most voted up uh, show subject. So you can be sure that I will be doing a stream on that uh, very soon indeed. Josh, what advice would you give for someone who wants to go into radio presenting? That's a really good question, Josh. Well, I would say, uh, first and foremost, uh, get a demo recorder. Get started as soon as you can. Um, best way to get experience under your belt is to get in somewhere and do a show for free. Now, there are still a ton of opportunities around. In fact, I would say there are more opportunities for getting into radio right now than there were, uh, you know, 20 or so years ago when I was first starting in radio. I worked up uh, my very first chart. Well, no. Before my very first chance, I was doing bedroom radio. I was like 10 years old and I had this little Fisher-Price recorder with a microphone and I was like, hey, yeah, it's uh, Mike Russell here on my home radio station. Uh, and then eventually I got a gig at the hospital radio station, which for those of you outside the UK is a voluntary radio station run and staffed completely by volunteers that broadcast to a local hospital. It's taken very seriously, by the way, in the UK. Hospital radio is a huge thing here. I know it doesn't exist in many other parts of the world. So that's where I got my first break, actually in a place where I could record demos and start getting stuff together. Uh, then from there, uh, I, was, I joined hospital radio when I was 13 years old. And then when I became a student uh, at college, uh, they had a dormant internet, no, dormant student radio station. So I then revived that, made all the jingles and uh, got people involved in that. Uh, then I went to work for local commercial radio. Uh, then I went to work for uh, the bigger groups like Capital Radio, Now Global Radio, GMG Radio, uh, Bauer, Talk Sport, UTV, all of those guys here in the UK. 
then I went on a around the world trip, did some backpacking, uh, got a show on a radio station down under in uh, Innisfail up in tropical North Queensland, uh, got loads of experience under my belt that way of just being immersed in it. And one thing I would say with radio is if you can start out and get experience by working for free, do it, make really good stuff, keep sending out the demos, keep the faith, uh, keep uh, being the squeaky wheel, but not a pest, just a squeaky wheel, and uh, you definitely will get work. So I hope that helps you, Josh. Uh, Loads more questions I can see. I will get to them, uh, but I do want to continue a bit more of the tour of this studio and show you some more of the equipment that I've got. Uh, And I know I was looking at the mixing desk over here. So to show you how I send uh, my reverb out, this is is my FX send. So if I turn that up, you get reverb. If I turn that off, no reverb anymore. And then up again and reverb coming out. I've also got two other sends here, AUX1 and AUX2. Um, So if I want to do like a mix minus, I can say, okay, only send my microphone and the output of the computer to AUX1. So I turn up AUX1 here, and then I turn up uh, AUX1 on the microphone. And then, lo and behold, behind my iPad, which I can just uh, move for a second, there is an AUX1 uh, output there and an AUX2 output. So I can send the audio uh, that I choose to out of those outputs uh, to somewhere else, to like uh, uh, an audio interface that goes to Skype or something. Uh, and I can also uh, return stuff into here as well. Uh, so there's all my there's all my wiring for the mixing desk. Uh, I've also got MIDI keyboard here for jamming inside Logic Pro. But I know I am pretty sure you want to see my, my dashboards right above my head. What are they all about? Uh, okay. Well, let me uh, let me get into that. I'll take a nice big sip of uh, of water. By the way, thanks to the uh, moderators in the live chat. I know I can't. It's not physically or uh, at all possible to answer every single question. So uh, the moderators, those with spanners in the YouTube live chat, are um, are picking out uh, your questions not just on YouTube but on other places too. And uh, so if you're on Facebook Live or Twitch, uh, you will get noticed, or Mixer or anywhere else. Um, and they're they're pasting them in there for me to answer. So I try to answer as many of those questions as I can. Mods are doing a great job, uh, but uh, if I if I don't get to your something that you ask, please don't be offended. Uh, do go and ask it at community.musicradiocreative.com after this show, and then in a relaxed fashion, I can I can answer you and uh, and write you out a reply. Hmm. So <clears throat> over to uh, the dashboards. Um, I'll actually show you on screen share for a moment. Um, if I go to github.com. Uh, I wanted to show you what I use uh, for my dashboards because uh, this is quite handy. Uh, they are It's really difficult to set up and use, uh, but once you get your head around this code, it's super powerful, as you're going to see. It's something called dashing uh, from Shopify. Shopify actually made this framework so they could monitor a load of stats. And uh, this project, unfortunately, has now retired, so it's no longer being maintained. Um, But there is a fork of this um, called smashing, I think. Uh, If I go to this, yeah, it actually says here in the text... If you go to this URL here, we get uh, Smashing, which is the uh, the spiritual successor to Dashing, they call it. It's a Sinatra-based framework that lets you build excellent dashboards that look great on TVs. And uh, it's, it uses a bit of Ruby, a bit of CoffeeScript, and bits like that. And once I wrapped my head around how this worked and saw the potential of it, I was like, wow, this is so cool. And I think you're going to like it too. So let me show you uh, how these dashboards work. Uh, We'll go to my screen share and I will show you, let's just remove the question for the moment, the dashboards up here, just above here. So I'm going to bring my microphone up so I can stand up and show you. Over here is dashboard number one and over here is dashboard number two. So what have I got? Um, Well, first and foremost, I can put a logo up there. So Music Radio Creative logo. This under here is a Google Analytics real-time visitors tracker uh, on Music Radio Creative. So we can see in real time how many visitors are on the website. It plots out a nice looking graph as well. Really, really handy, uh, particularly when we send out emails, 
which we actually have a widget for that. We have a MailChimp widget uh, to say how many emails have been sent out, uh, how many have been opened, how many have been clicked, all that kind of stuff. And it's really nice to see this to go way up into double digits, sometimes uh, three digits uh, when we send out an email to our list. So really handy widget to have there. As you can see next door to it is a, um, a ticker, uh, which basically shows my latest mentions on Twitter. Uh, so I'm, I'm not a, a social media freak. I, I try to be, but I'm not always checking my social media. So having a widget like that really reminds me that I need to check uh, my social media and see if I should be replying to anyone. So often I'll see there if someone's tweeted me and I'm like, ah, someone's tweeted me. I better get on Twitter and reply to them. Above there, you can see that's local weather that we've got. So that's just updating what the weather forecast is. I've got a server status, so uh, we ping our servers every minute, and if Music Radio Creative or any of our other sites were to go offline, uh, this widget would turn red, and you'd see the uh, the offending uh, website or server, and I'd be able to rectify that immediately. Uh, travel times is something hooked into the TomTom API, uh, so I'm basically drawing from TomTom's API uh, to find out how long it would take me to travel to various locations on the Isle of Wight and in the UK, so London... Newport, Fishbourne, Shanklin, uh, places close to me. Uh, And if there are any delays, which there aren't at the moment, TomTom will update this widget and I will be told, okay, you better watch out. If you're going into Newport, uh, there's going to be a 10-minute delay. And then I can say, okay, right, maybe now's not the best time uh, to do a little bit of shopping. Uh, And then next to that, we've got uh, visitors uh, aggregated every month to our websites. Uh, latest video views on YouTube. This is at zero because I'm currently live streaming. So every time I start a live stream, that resets to zero. Uh, latest listens to the podcast there. That hooks straight into the Spreaker API and uh, draws down how many downloads I've had on the latest episode. Uh, vanity metric right there, the clout score. Uh, keep an eye on what my clout score is doing. I think it's quite handy to know that, to know how you're doing on social. Uh, This here, by the way, is a real-time updating widget. As you can see, it's changing all the time uh, to show the amount of viewers on each, uh, well, the three main platforms that I focus on with my live streaming. So I can see how many Twitch viewers I've got. I've got one Twitch viewer. Hello. Hello to you, one Twitch viewer. It's lovely to have you watching. Uh, So one Twitch viewer, I've got 20 on Facebook Live. I haven't updated that to include my personal profile, which I'm also streaming to now. So that's just on the uh, facebook.com slash musicradiocreative. And then uh, next to that, uh, that's my main platform, YouTube Live, uh, where there are currently 70 of you watching. So if you're watching right now and you can see how many people are are watching, uh, these figures should match up uh, with what you're seeing on my dashboard here. Uh, Really super handy to know how many people are watching at any given time uh, to the stream. Let's go over to uh, dashboard B. Oh, I'm getting an achy hand. Hang on. Let me just uh, ooh, take a little rest and change hands, and then I will show you uh, dashboard B up here. Uh, so up here we got a motivational quote. Uh, Stay away from what might have been and look at what might be. Oh, that's a brilliant quote of the day, isn't it? Uh, and that pulls in from the Forismatic API, which I think I mentioned uh, a couple of days ago on my Subliminal Messages live stream. Facebook likes on the Music Radio Creative page up there. YouTube subscribers, come on, please help me get to 100,000 because then I'm going to throw a big party uh, in London once that hits 100,000 and invite all of you watching now. Twitter followers for Music Radio Creative, uh, a real-time clock there. I particularly wanted seconds so uh, I could be accurate on my live streams. Alexa ranking uh, for the uh, website so I can watch if that's going up and down. Uh, Then over here... These widgets, these six widgets over here, are really cool um, because they change colour based upon the numbers showing inside them. So I can see if anything is uh, is going wrong. So here we've got, uh, in the middle, we've got ping, download speed and upload speed. So I keep an eye on that. That's particularly important to me because of live streaming. Um, so usually I like the ping to be, usually we can get down to around 10 millisecond ping uh, here in our studios on the Isle of Wight, which is pretty good. So as you can see, probably because I'm live streaming now, the ping time is uh, 21.5 milliseconds. And uh, yeah, it's uh, 
it's kind of gone orange to say, hey, your ping time's gone up. Now, if I wasn't live streaming, I'd be concerned about that. Same with the upload speed. I'd be concerned that it's uh, it's not around 18 or 19 megabits per second. But again, because I'm live streaming, I know I'm using some bandwidth and that the download speed is good. Um, also, I set those to turn oranges and reds uh, based on the uh, the service that BT, our internet service provider, tell us we should be getting. So uh, again, you know, if we get any rubbish internet uh, for a prolonged period of time and those three widgets there all go red, uh, I'm straight on the phone to BT. I'm probably their favourite customer saying, uh, we're not getting the speeds we're paying for. <laughs> so yeah, I'm definitely their favourite customer. Although I don't have to do that often because they're very good. Uh, and then next to that, uh, I use a NetAtmo uh, atmosphere monitor, which is just down there. Let me push it like that. And that tells me uh, the temperature inside the studio, which, as you can see, because I've got the doors and windows closed at the moment, is uh, getting rather hot. Hello, Casino Duckling. Thanks for following. 23.9 degrees in the studio. That's getting rather warm. Outside, it's cooler, 21.6 degrees. And then the CO2 ppm level, which is a safe 662. But if that starts to get near to 1,000, first of all, I start to get drowsy, and that that widget will turn red, so I know to open a door. Um, Because I've found, if there is one thing... Let me just go back now for a second before I show you the rest. If there is one thing that affects my productivity, and maybe this is a productivity hack for you watching now, get yourself, seriously, get yourself a NetAtmo um, atmosphere monitor to monitor your CO2 levels. Because I find every time that goes to a 1,000 or above on the CO2 level, I start feeling drowsy, I start feeling less productive. Uh, and since I've got that and I can watch my CO2 levels, i found that, yeah, when I'm not feeling like I can work well, I look up and see, oh yeah, CO2 levels are too high in my studio. So it's, um, it's worth the money for productivity alone. And just to finish off this section on the dashboard, over here, uh, I've got a, uh, a weather camera for the Isle of Wight at the bottom. Uh, then above that, uh, I've got two other widgets uh, that link into image boards from Reddit. Uh, so the top one uh, is ViewPorn. That's reddit.com slash r slash ViewPorn. And it's uh, views from penthouses across epic cities. And I can find it inspires me. And then the one in the middle is uh, reddit.com slash r slash megalith. And I'm a big fan of uh, megalithic monuments, uh, and so I love it when I see pictures of Stonehenge or mounds in uh, in certain counties in Ireland popping up on my screen. So uh, yeah, megalith porn also keeps me entertained. That is the safe for porn <laughs> Reddit network, by the way, um, and it's it's fun. So that's that's the kind of stuff I've got going on on my dashboard display. There, let's zoom right out so you can have a look at that. There you go. All uh, rather a lot of fun. So there we go. Let's go back onto the uh, the main thing. Yes! Oh, extreme high. It's very kind of you to subscribe. Just going to have a glass of water now. Uh, so yeah, let me know what you want to know. Because I can definitely go into more detail on this. Um, but I think it would be really nice to get more of your questions answered as well. Uh, and this is a really good one. Uh, Pablo uh, says, hey, Mike, what is your chair? You mean this one? It's, uh, yeah, it's rather awesome. Let me pick it up. It's heavy. There you go. That's my chair. It's a Herman Miller Aerion chair. And uh, they're about a thousand pounds or a thousand, just over a thousand dollars if you buy them new. Um, But we did a really clever thing. Uh, I think it was clever. Um, because these only cost, we got two of them, they only cost £330 each. Uh, we bought them secondhand from a supplier on eBay, and you cannot tell the difference. And I've had this chair now for about five years, and nothing wrong with it. So worth the money, uh, keeps my posture good, it's ergonomic, feels good. So yeah, really good question, Pablo. Uh, Herman Miller, Arion. Yeah! Uh, team, Enac. Keg Gang, I think that is. Nice of you to uh, subscribe as well. Uh, what else have we got? How many acoustic panels do you have in your studio? English for technical aviation. Oh, my goodness. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so then let's multiply that by four walls. Uh, so 42 times four walls is 168 and then across the ceiling one two three four five six seven one two three four five 
six. Okay, so times five. I have roughly 210 acoustic tiles in my studio. <laughs> There's the answer for you. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, original fake. I see this channel growing up to one million viewers soon. Well, that's very kind of you to say that, original fake. Uh, really kind of you. Thank you so much for that. Dario is saying, wow, with a dynamic lower third. Yeah, you've got to check out the code on GitHub. It's free and open source. Uh, Ule, uh, one of our moderators uh, from Norway in the Music Radio Creative community, just an absolute wizard at coding. Uh, he's a dab hand with, uh, with Node.js and, uh, and bits like that that we're using uh, to do this lower third. Uh, it's something Ule has built specifically uh, for this live stream, uh, but it's open source so that if you're a live streamer and you know a bit about code or you've got someone on your tech team who does, you can pass it on to them and they can get it set up for you. It's pretty easy to use. It's a pretty lightweight, easy app, which is nice. Mr. Mega Radio UK, thank you for the tone mic as I had my headset on the wrong way around. Uh, also, why do you not use the iMac camera? Uh, well, the iMac camera is just not very good, in my opinion. Let me just try and add it to OBS now and see if I can show you. Uh, so I'm just going to add the uh, FaceTime built-in camera here. There we go. Click OK. And then I'm just going to switch over between this camera here and uh, the other camera. In fact, I think you can see it, can't you? Yes, you should be able to see that now. That's the uh, the FaceTime HD camera on my iMac. Let me just make it bigger here on the stream. Okay, that's the FaceTime camera, and that's the Logitech C920. Big difference, right? Huge difference. So well worth spending the money on a Logitech C920 uh, and not using your, uh, your iMac camera. It's, uh, it's just not good. It's just not good. It's good for doing FaceTime and stuff like that, but not for live streaming, I'd say. Uh, what are the differences between Adobe Audition and Logic Pro? Uh, Adobe Audition I use for uh, uh, editing waveforms, placing together podcasts, making radio imaging, uh, kind of doing the bulk of my production. But Logic Pro, uh, I use it for the uh, the MIDI interface, the software instruments, uh, the, the fact that you can make music in there. You can snap to BPMs. It's got a grid that you can work to. Uh, so Logic I'll use when I'm doing something a little bit more uh, musical. Uh, what else have we got here? Rovigo 55. Do lavalier microphones require the same phantom power? 48 volt DC. Um, well, yeah, referring back to my lav from earlier, the Audio-Technica ATR3350, I don't think so. I think that's why um, having, a, having a, a battery inside it, this one is self-powered. But some of them do need power, from what I understand. And, uh, yeah, I've got a Speedlink Spez microphone, uh, which is also here. That's that one, and I know that one does require power. When you when I plug it into my Canon EOS 60D, I need to change a setting uh, to say, please uh, send power to the microphone. Uh, it's a very good point. Um, Gameplay Magic is saying best mic under 100 uh, euros or pounds would be the MXL 990. Thanks for sharing that. Really appreciate that. Uh, Britek09 has got another suggestion. Uh, question asked earlier. Best microphone under 100. Uh, Audio Technica AT2020 is 99 euros. There you go. Some good suggestions. Um, just my voice production. Uh, asking Isabella, can you post the link for the sound effect Mike was using at the top of the show? Which exact sound effect are you talking about? Uh, you're talking about the, um, the OMS that I use for my countdown. That you can find inside community.musicradiocreative.com. Organized by photos, very OCD. Uh, you're referring to the, the photos of the studio build earlier, I guess. Uh, Carlos, hi from Chile. Here is chilipodcast.cl, learning a lot of your insight. For audiobooks, what kind of mic do you recommend? I recommend a, um, uh, a well-sound-treated and sound-proofed, if you can, room, uh, definitely with sound treatment, though, at a, at a bare minimum. And uh, you'll be wanting to use a condenser microphone, not a dynamic microphone. Uh, so I know podcasters use the, uh, the trusty old Heil PR40 dynamic mic, um, but audiobooks, I think you need to up your quality. It's more voiceover grade there. And so you'll be looking for, um, well, I, I use this Audio-Technica ATR4430, uh, which I think is pretty good. Um, but you could even go as high as the TLM, the Neumann TLM103, uh, if you wanted to. So uh, there's an idea. Just going to break this up for a few minutes now. 
and uh, use my secondary uh, C920. There we go, looking at you right now. Oh, wow, Juan, you're amazing. Just donated 50 Mexican dollars through Super Chat to the show. Juan, I really, really appreciate you, and I'm very grateful for that. Um, Amazing stuff. Wow, nice show. (coughs) Excuse me, yeah, losing my voice. Talking and talking and talking and talking. Juan says, nice show as always. Juan, you know that I really appreciate you. And thank you very much uh, to the uh, uh, for the donation to the show. I do apologise, by the way, if I'm not mentioning your comments. I'm trying to get through the questions that have been flagged for me uh, in the live chat moderation. So I don't often uh, <clears throat> look directly at the YouTube live chat, although I do have it up on my screen at the moment. Uh, as you can see, by the way, this is a rather hacked together uh, multi-screen display here uh, that shows me Facebook, uh, YouTube and uh, and Twitch. So I've got that going on, which is nice. Um, and yeah, we've looked at microphones, haven't we? We've looked at all of that. Uh, we looked at all of that. We looked at the lighting. Uh, anything we haven't looked at? Oh, yes. You might be interested in this, which is the uh, Behringer Microamp HA400. Uh, that splits out my one microphone, my, sorry, my one headphone uh, input here uh, into yes! four headphone uh, outputs. Sorry, they're outputs. Thank you, Drunken Solitaire. Uh, so I can have multiple guests in the studio recording with me if I so wish. Um, let me see around this studio. Um, this is basically it. Uh, you've got the MRC branded shirts, MRC branded shirts up there for when I record. I like to get changed into them. Oh, yes, there is a bit of wizardry above my head, although you never really see this in the live stream. If I go into my phone now and hop into the Hue app, uh, yes, we are using uh, we are using Philips Hue uh, for lights. So, uh, yeah, I can, you know, I can go red. Ooh. Hang on, that's not red. That's red. That is definitely red. Even though the camera doesn't pick it up that well, that's red. Uh, can go green, blue, purple and pink, turquoise. We can have a party essentially in the studio, uh, which is really, 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 really good fun. Uh, so yeah, that's that's that. Let's get into some more questions for the last five minutes now. So I'll switch back onto uh, my main uh, my main camera so I can see you, and uh, we'll take a look at more of this. By the way, moderators are doing a great job. Let me just shout out the moderators today. I can see that Joe is there. Joe Sami is there moderating. I see Isabella is there with a the spanner. Ule is there as well, fantastically moderating the chat. Uh, who else have we got? Who's on the mod team in there today? That's worth shouting out. We got uh of course david silk is there uh lovely to have you here david um brilliant brilliant stuff uh really 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 good i'm gonna try and hop through because i know there's a lot of questions so maybe i will dedicate the last five minutes to your questions um whoa (laughs) dropping things everywhere at the moment is isabella there with you get her to come in and say hello over your shoulder isabella if you want to come in you're welcome to come in and say hello in the last five minutes. Uh, I, I think everyone would love to see you as it's a peel back the curtains day. Uh, Nosby. Hello, Nosby. A great productivity app. Nice to have you uh, watching yes! today. Um, and Max for subscribing. What mic arms do you use? Rode PSA1 or something different? Uh, so for the Hiles, uh, I've got their specific Hile mic arms, which are, I don't know if you can see them. Hang on. Might be better if I use my secondary camera to show you. Uh, uh, secondary camera. Ooh, okay. Uh, so that is the uh, Heil PL2T. Heil PL2T there. And then over here, this is nothing really spectacular. I think this mic arm is just a generic mic arm that I bought from studiospares.com, uh, which is a UK company. Studiospares.com. They're based around London. Uh, and yeah, I think it's just a generic mic arm. Oh, look, look, who's here? <laughs> look who's here. Welcome, Isabella. Say a few words. Hang on. I'm really oh, uncomfortable right. in here. I'm going to be kneeling next to Mike. Okay, How yes. awesome is it's, that? It's nice of you to kneel before me. Thank you. And I've got a reflection in the glasses. I can't really. This is not a glass-friendly environment, Mike. What do you want to say? 
Um, I don't know. It's cool to be here. <laughs> yes, look, those are our live viewers now. I was showing the nice, uh, yes. uh, everyone watching yeah. the uh, the live viewing figures. Yeah. Uh, so that's really cool. Yeah. It gets really hot in here. It does get super hot, yeah. and I can see the temperature is up at twenty four point three. So definitely yes. need the door open. So everyone, Isabella. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not prepared for this. There, <laughs> there she is in the lower third. If Mike will have me, that is. Of course uh, I will. Of course I will. <laughs> So, yes, everyone, yeah. round of applause for Isabella. Is that a mic you to go well, did, did you want to say anything? You are using up valuable airspace. I could be okay, answering questions. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, no, I will let you I will let you do it. Perhaps one day you will have me for like the whole show and then we can prepare and do something of value. You, so. you need to suggest a topic for Isabella in the, <laughs> yes. uh, in the community. Right, bye. Oh, bye. I will kneel my way out. Bye-bye. There you go. Isn't that fun? Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, it is a two meter by two meter studio. There's a lot to fall over in here. Uh, <laughs> that is fantastic wasn't it um tony adams hi mike you did a jingle package for me 12 years ago karachi great to see you doing uh, what you do best stay blessed mate thank you tony really really appreciate that that's nice of you uh do your studio lights generate a lot of heat are they led you bet they generate a lot of height uh heat uh, actually no i'm just touching my two leds and yeah, I can actually physically touch them. They don't hurt. Um, but And I've got LED hue light, obviously, but it, it still warms the studio up, particularly with everything closed for certain. Uh, what kind of ventilation do you have? Um, a window? <laughs> yeah, I know it's, it's not, you know. But then we don't really need much uh, in, the, in the way of air conditioning or in the way of uh, uh, bits like that because... Um, we're, we're, we're quite lucky with the climate in the UK, I guess. Do you have bass traps in your studio? No. Uh, but Oakley, it's, uh, it's a good thing to look into. And finally, Will Eastridge, what brand did you say the uh, uh, Atmo monitor was? Oh, it's Net Atmo. N-E-T-A-T-M-O. I'll post it over at community.musicradiocreative.com. Uh, well, thank you for joining me for this live tour. I really, really enjoyed it. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing it. If you've got any questions I didn't answer on the live stream, go and post them right now at community community.musicradiocreative.com and I will see you and chat to you right there at that website and I will be back tomorrow so remember to click subscribe and set a reminder for tomorrow that's Friday's live stream Thanks for listening to the audio podcast version of my live video streams Catch the next one live 2pm UK time Monday to Friday at mrc.fm slash live yeah.